Hey everyone, your designers are here. I'm Anita at Cedar Hill Farmhouse. And I'm Yvonne at Stone Gable. And I'm Kelly at My Soulful Home. We have tips and tricks and decorating advice for you today. So let's get started. Today is episode 159. Woohoo! It's Woo! our anniversary episode! Woo! <laughs> And giveaway. We have been with you, and well, you have been with us, we should say, for one year today. I cannot even believe it. And that means that we have, we didn't make that number up. We've actually produced 159 podcasts. That is hard episodes. to believe. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. On top of our blog post. That's right. Mm-hmm. Crazy. But you know why we're doing this? Because it is so it's fun. much fun <laughs> yes. to be with together. And with you guys, because we don't feel like it's just us getting together. We feel like we're with all of you each time we sit down to talk about decorating and things we're passionate about. The only thing that would make it better is if we could hear you back. Because we we know you're there, we're so excited you're, and we do hear from a us. lot of you, and that's mm-hmm. what we're going to talk about today. We're going to mm-hmm. run through some uh, listener questions and listener voicemails and emails, voicemails, and however you were able to contact us, and we're going to answer some questions and share some tips that you guys have uh, shared with us. We'll share with the wider DT community. Um, we're just so tickled, pink, proud thrilled, overwhelmed with joy about the community that that we have been able to create here with Decorating Tips and Tricks. And that really says a lot about you because you've participated, you're part of it, you come back, you listen on your phones or while you're exercising or walking the dog or doing cooking or cleaning or whatever you're doing. And we're so happy that you are. Should we talk about the giveaway? Yes, yes. <laughs> Okay, so we are uh, going to give away a conversation or a consult, whatever you want to make it, with the three of us. So one of you will win the opportunity to talk to us like we talk to each other. And if you're cool with it, we could record it and maybe we'll play bits and pieces of it back someday if we can figure out how to do that. Um, Or we're just, you know, to have a chat or you could send us photos and we could talk about a specific room or a question that you had. Let's do an interior design consult. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, Well, it's what what the winner wants. I mean, I think we're going to make this what they want it to be. Yeah. So it's going to, it's real easy to enter to win. Uh, we have uh, created, or I should say Peter has created for us and, uh, Yvonne's made a beautiful logo for us for our, um, email page on the decorating tips and tricks website. So go to the site where you would go and look at the show notes, notes, www.decoratingtipsandtricks.com. And you'll see us a place where you'll click and it'll just open a new page and you'll put in your email. Now we need your email because there's no other way for us to get in touch with you to let you know that you're the winner. And we are going to be announcing the winner uh, or letting the winner know, I should say, on Valentine's Day. Oh, that's Yay. a wonderful day to announce the I winner. Know. Right. Mm. So you have some time. And then at your convenience, it, we will schedule your consult, uh, conversation, what, chitter chat, bring mm. your coffee, tea, wine, whatever, sangria, whatever yeah. you want to have. So we'll announce mm-hmm. it on the podcast. And But the 
winner will be notified by email as well. Yes. 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 For sure. Well, that sounds like fun. Yeah, it does. The three of us and one of our re- our listeners that we love. Yeah. Oh, it's so fun. Mm-hmm. We're really excited about it. So hope you think that's a great giveaway because we kind of thought that was the best thing to do because really what we are doing is giving bits of ourselves. So what better way to give a, a special <laughs> gift, right? Um, so today, let's dive in. We're going to, as uh, we mentioned, answer some questions and acknowledge some people who have taken the time to contact us via email or voicemail. Uh, first up is Mary from Little House on the Hilltop. Mary. I thought you were going to say from Little House on the Prairie. Ew, I know. <laughs> I'm Mary. It <laughs> Uh, well, Mary's had some really nice things to say about us so that we're the Thank perfect you, Mary. combo. Oh. And her only fear is that we're going to run out of ideas. And I say, <laughs> Mary, fear not. Oh, no, Mary, we're we do, full of it. <laughs> we do brainstorming um, yeah, sessions yeah. and we yeah. have notebooks full of ideas. Right. And, and Mary... If you are really worried about that, we would love to hear some of your ideas too. So, yeah, but not yeah. only Mary, anybody could send them in. Yeah. Yes. All right. And um, another lovely lady, Trish, she wrote to tell us that she loves our real life tips and she Hi, Trish. goes Hi, Trish. and implements the ideas like almost immediately. So she can Aww. do what we're talking about in her own home and she's loving that. And. Um, our first question is mm. from Tama uh, B. And Who is it? Who? Tama B. Tama. Okay. Uh-huh. And Tama's wondering how to make a room modern. Hmm. Yvonne, you want to grab yeah, that Yeah, I will grab this one. Um, I'm assuming, Tama, that you mean um, more updated and not necessarily in the modern style. I so, think so. From reading the email, mm-hmm. I think that's where she's going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it depends on what you have in there already. I think uh, a good coat of of a neutral paint will go a long way doing that. And then there's, depending on your sofa, because it's the probably the biggest piece of um, decor that you have in a room or a bed, really you should replace it. I know that's not so popular, but there's really no way around that. Uh, and I think depending on your wood, let's say your wood's cherry, mahogany, or something like that, go ahead and paint it. Paint it something pretty. Paint it how, um, uh, you know, paint it a really cool pop of color, maybe. And then also pillows. Start adding those really beautiful, classically modern pillows into your room. So I'd start I, there. Yeah, great yeah, tips. And maybe start. you want to do some, um, I'm thinking like some side tables, maybe in a glass and a metal, something with yes. simple, clean lines, you know, because, you know, sometimes you end up, especially with little end tables, you know, they end up, maybe you've just had it and you stuck it in the corner and maybe it's, you know, <laughs> French provincial or something like that, you know, mm-hmm. so clear out some of the stuff and you can do really well at Home Goods or TJ Maxx with those little accent tables and mm-hmm. things like that. So I think that those are good ways to to freshen up. But I just want to say, I think it's, you can't make silk out of a sow's ear. <laughs> um, if, if the biggest thing you own in your room, like let's say it's a sofa is very outdated looking. Maybe it looks colonial. Maybe it looks, you know, like the 1970s, who knows? You really can't hide that. 
So mm-hmm. I, I would say, you know, you'd have to bite the bullet and find a nice, maybe neutral or solid colored sofa. And that will really make a difference in your room. The good news is there's plenty of inexpensive, good choices out there these days. Yes. Yes. That are nice, nice. Now, I would say, if at all possible, go to a brick and mortar store and sit on it and try it out. But there's so many fabulous sales. We have a local um, furniture store that's having like 55% off of everything they have. Yeah, this is a good time to buy. Mm -hmm. It really is. It is. Lots of good sales. Okay. Well, well, listen, shoot us a picture mm -hmm. so we can see and maybe we'll write you back and give you a couple suggestions. Okay. That's a great idea. And Mm -hmm. Donna O did that. She sent us a bunch of pictures. And so Donna, did you get my email? I replied to you. She sent me pictures of her living room and dining room and um, talking about furniture placement and things like that. And um, I shot you an email back. So I hope you saw that, Donna, and I hope that helped you. Tina, we love you, Tina. We're still hugging you. Tina is our um, a lady who told us she really enjoys decorating tips and tricks and she's becoming an empty nester. And Aww, I'm mm-hmm. seeing that on the horizon. I know Yvonne had such nice things to say. Tina wanted to say thanks and that she binge listened to us on her drive from Massachusetts to upstate New York. <laughs> oh, she must be sick. <laughs> you of go, girl. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And okay, let's see. Oh, here's Ronnie. This is a this could be a tough one, but I think uh, girls can handle hey, it. Hey, we're up for it. That's right. Ronnie from Arizona left a voicemail. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Ronnie, I couldn't email you back but um, because I didn't have your email. It, you know, just a little tip. If you are going to leave us a voicemail and you would like us to reply sooner than when we get around to our next listener's uh, questions episode, then just include your email and then we'll be mm-hmm. able to respond to you because all we get is the your phone number. So anyway, Ronnie says she's addicted to DTT <laughs> and again, lovely things to say and she has a problem with this big, long, tall, entry hallway. So it's six feet wide, 20 feet long, and 10 feet tall. How do you decorate that space? That sounds a lot like my foyer. I don't know how long it is, but it's narrow and it's, you know, 10 feet tall. So there's no room for furniture in in that kind of a space if it's like mine. So Well, hers have- is six feet wide. Okay, well, mine 20 feet even- long mm-hmm. and 10 you, feet high. You might be able to get some tables in there that are very narrow, maybe like an 18, uh, not 18, maybe like a 15-inch depth, maybe even 18 if it's six feet wide. That's a nice – you're right, that does seem wider than mine. So you might be able to get some narrow table that's not very deep mm-hmm. to put on the sides. You could even do some wall brackets with some shelves. I would definitely focus on artwork, maybe a large – full-length mirror, possibly. Something, some big pieces of artwork, I think, would work. I don't know how many doors are down there. So you Yeah, might that's a good question. I don't know. That. that was not in the message uh, as to whether or not it was broken up with doors. I'm getting the sense that it's there's a big expanse of wall. Wow. Well, it might be a fun place to do something big there. And I've seen some gorgeous... I'll tell you what I've seen that I thought was really beautiful are these large maps and pieces of artwork that's on that are on canvas that mm-hmm. restoration hardware has that it looks like they're about 
eight feet long and about six feet tall that look amazing. Oh, I think wow. that would be so fun to put something like that in mm-hmm. the foyer. Or, and also, what about a runner? A beautiful I was oh, Give it some yeah. runner. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I would go, if I'd almost play up the fact that it's that long and I wouldn't try to hide it. I try to accentuate it because it's such an, an interesting thing to have a hallway that's that's that is that large and that long. And I'd get some like wild runner. Yeah, oh, because that might be that might be your focal point in there. That's your yeah, power. If you right. couldn't find a long runner, you could do two or three mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, one after the other down right. the hallway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and if you wanted I, to put something, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I was saying, and I I might add mirrors about the same size, maybe down your hallway. Oh, you mean so, like make a hall of mirrors, like an arch, like an arched mirror, tall arched mm-hmm. mirror. Put a few of them down the hall. That would be beautiful. I've seen some gorgeous ones. I mm-hmm. think Ballard Designs had some beautiful oh, ones. Oh, yes, they use. do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, they do. And, and I'm just thinking, okay, two two thoughts. If you wanted to get a very narrow table, maybe you do some corbels and then you just have a piece of either marble cut or something or wood cut that you sit on top of it so you don't have to deal with legs on right. the floor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. or... So that you could do that and then over it, you could put maybe even the wallpaper panels or something like that. I wouldn't put an intricate piece of artwork because you wouldn't be able to stand back right. far enough to right. appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So just maybe something like a, you know, a, an abstract or again, like a wallpaper thing that has a repeat in it. So you're mm-hmm. just kind of getting a sense of it. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm getting, I'm feeling it now, maybe a mm-hmm. repeat of the same narrow table one, two, maybe three, and then mm. the same mirror on top of each piece. Mm. Oh, I like With that. With a very cool runner. I like mm, that yes, idea. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. And if the the end of it, I'm picturing if you're coming in and if the end of it is a wall and the doors are off on the sides, then maybe you put a, the console table and the arched mirror at the end. I love that idea. Yeah, you could right do that there. too. That's mm-hmm. right because the mirror would be great mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Okay, Ronnie, we hope you help we helped you and I um and I hope you're listening so you can hear it. Um let's see. We have Jane. Jane is asking about lamps, size, mm-hmm. shape, color and how many. Now, I don't know which room Jane's talking about. So maybe we can just speak to lamps in general. Well, we've talked about you need several different types of lamps. We need l- lamps that overlap each other as far as lighting, um, uh, like table lamps. There's floor lamps. There's task lamps. And, o- of course, overhead. And you know my opinion on overhead. Ugh, horrible. <laughs> Turn them off unless they're on a dimmer. So, you know, it depends on... Um, your room, but like if you're in a bedroom, you if you have a long dresser, you want two lamps on either side of the dresser, just so it reflects that light out into the room. And of course, you want something on either side of your bed. If you're in a living room, you probably want some kind of lighting to flank your um, sofa, maybe on some tables, and then maybe a nice... Um, Floor standing lamp, a real, I do a really cool one, something a little unexpected um, so to bring light into another area. And if you have shelving in a, in a room, why don't you get a little tiny light to, 
to put like maybe tuck it into your shelf, turn it on, just have a little bit of lighting, pretty lighting ambiance. So nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if Jane, you're specifically talking about like sort of table lamps and whatnot, for, for me and for my decorating dollar, I don't like to spend a whole lot of money on lamps because I don't think you have to. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can head to your local home goods or something. You got a really nice mercury glass lamp and it usually comes with a nice shade and you know maybe you're done for 30 bucks. I think that's great. There's also uh, the option of going to thrift stores, but you obviously have to be careful that it's not too mm-hmm. old and that the wiring right. is okay. Um shape of the lamp, I I don't tend to like a lamp with too much going on, but you want to have, a, I think, a little bit of architectural interest. It, I like it to be a little hefty. I'm not such a fan of the thin sort of candlesticky type of lamp. I agree with you. I like I, something a little heftier. Unless it's on a buffet that you're going to use. I like the candlestick lamp, so I'm going to <laughs> have a different opinion on that. Uh, and that's what makes this so interesting. Yes, yes. But, you know, I do have the the thinner ones that are with a smaller shade, you know, that would be more like a buffet mm-hmm. lamp. You mm-hmm. know, those definitely have a place in my home. But uh, if we're talking not about... That, well, no, the ones I have have a pretty big lamp shade on them. So maybe they're not as, as skinny as you're thinking about. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, uh, but, um, and then as far as a shade, I think we all agree that we like the drum shade. Love the drum shade. Oh, yeah. The drum mm-hmm. shade's the best. And if you get vintage lamps, you usually have to change out the lampshade. Oh, usually yeah. the lampshades are kind of stained and dated looking. And yeah. here's my opinion on lamps and lampshades I would spend less on the lamp and more on the lampshade. Hmm. I think a beautiful lampshade. Something that's well made, like a beautiful drum and a great fabric or, you know, burlap or some with some detailing on it really shows off your lamp. Okay. Now, Christy at Starfish Cottage Blog, who we love, she's sending in a tip for us. Oh, thanks, Christy. Christy. Yeah. She has started to put the Euro-sized pillows on her sofas. You mm. go, girl. Such a good idea. Good for her. The 26-inch squares. Mm-hmm. So, And she said that she just is loving the look. Oh, and, wow. um, you know, especially if you've got a pattern or something, are you getting more of it? So it's kind of a little bit more of a pal. But she has a very neutral home. So I'm, I'm imagining she's doing maybe with uh, bringing in some color or something mm-hmm. rather than big pattern. And, but she said it's so comfortable and it really looks so luxurious. And oh, you know, I, I have I those Euro sham um, pillows on my sofa in the in the family room, and they're a um, like a woven grass. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it's hyacinth or anything like that, but they're big, and I love them on either side. I have two of them on either side, the ends of my um, sofa. Oh wow! Okay, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I'm gonna have to look. Um, Lisa is asking about. Sort of changing over from the cutesy farmhouse to a more refined look, maybe more European with some farmhouse touches. So it kind of sounds like somebody I know's decorating style. <laughs> hey, Lisa. Uh, yes, I mean I think I've done something very similar to this. So I've kept some of the rustic things, um, wood bowls rustic baskets that are woven, maybe some rusted iron things, but try adding in some antiques, some antique silver things, 
crystal, maybe a crystal chandelier or a crystal candelabra, some antiques, maybe old old clocks, antique clocks, old vintage dishes, some busts, some plants and some elegant containers. Uh, when you start adding these vintage things, maybe even an old crock, it it has this old world feel to it. And it feels like your family's been in the house for a long time. And these are just things that have been handed down to you. And perhaps even some old oil paintings. I love old portraits and you can get them uh, I go to the antique store and they're pretty reasonably priced. I mean, I go to, it's kind of an antique mall. Um, it's antique, uh, it's Heights Antiques on Yale here in Houston, but I'm sure there's a place near you as well. But these, uh, portraits are just wonderful. I love, I love how much personality they can add to a room. And if I, I have, um, very classic styling, um, uh, contemporary, but I add a little farmhouse to that. I don't do the farmhouse and then add a little contemporary to it. I go the opposite way. I want classic furniture, classic styling, something that will last a good long time. And then to, to make it less formal looking, a little less staid, I end up putting in some nice farmhouse touches. Not and too I think- rusty and chippy anymore. I think what we're saying too is to go with a really classic style and not so much following the trends. You won't get caught up in a situation where you feel like you need to change things in mass very often. And so that's something, you know, to think about. So next, you know, I, I don't know how much farmhouse things you have in your house, but you know, if it's a lot, then it, then it's kind of a job uh, changing that out. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So I think that that's great advice. No matter what you're doing, if you have something, a really classic, lovely, neutral foundation, then when you you decide you don't, uh, that you want to try a certain look, you just add it in with accents. And then when you're tired of it, it's not such an expense and, and not such a big turnover to remove those and move on to something else. Yeah. And I encourage you to have your own look and to kind of really gravitate toward things that are meaningful to you, add those in. And you're going to want to keep those for the long haul because they're things that are really special to you. And then again, I think there'll be things that you'll want to keep long-term and you're not going to want to move them out of your house. Yeah. This is a funny one. Okay. So Hadley. Hey, Hadley. She really enjoyed our potluck episode that we did. And she has a really funny story because she went to a potluck and there was about six families or she hosted it. I'm not sure which. Mm-hmm. And they all brought their crock pots and they all opened them up. And each of the six were meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So, yeah. So I have um, three words for you, Hadley. Sign up genius. So check out <laughs> signupgenius.com. Not a sponsor, just something I use here for um, the potlucks that I'm forced to be part of. <laughs> so we can oh, avoid boy. the multiple meatball situation. Um, so Hadley's question is, how to know what is and isn't a good deal in decor? Well, I would say on that one, it really requires some time doing some research. Uh, that's how I know when I'm on eBay or in an auction, you really need to know what something is going to sell for because you don't want to get caught up in the bidding and spend too much 
uh, for something. So I do my research. I look online, I go in stores. And so I have a good feel for what things are going to sell for. And then I know if something's a good deal or not a good deal. I don't know how you're going to know unless you, you know, look around and see what things sell for. So, and what a fun way to do some research. I mean, it's fun for me going in the shops and kind of checking everything out. Oh yeah. Right. I'm I'm going out for some research, honey. Bye. (laughs) I'm working, honey. I know it looks like I'm shopping, but exactly. Um, yeah. How to know what is and isn't a good deal. It's a great question, but you have, I think Yvonne has talked about this in the past. You have to know especially if you're doing some sort of reproduction or knockoff or something like that, you really should know what the real thing looks like. Right. So try for, yeah. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so try to go to, uh, you know, if it's a vintage thing, try to find it in an antique store or go online and say, Oh, you know, at, um, you know, the high-end store, this is what this really looks like. And this mm-hmm. is what the fabric looks like. And maybe order a swatch. And so you get the idea of what the uh, more expensive item looks like. Very and smart. Then, yeah. And then you'll know when you come across one, whether it's a good reproduction or a good knockoff. Um, I think also, you know, if it's something where you could honestly say, you know, this will be a friend for a season. Like I, I'm, mm. you know, I'm not going to live with this for forever. You don't want to spend a lot of money on that. So, you know, you know, under 30 bucks, something like that. Um, if it's something classic, like a white pitcher and you, you want to use that for your decor and flowers and things like that. Well, you know, you might want to spend a little bit more for that if you want the real deal and an Ironstone one. But if you've seen Ironstone and you trip upon one at TJ Maxx that looks pretty darn good and $7.99, well, I think that's a pretty good deal. And they have pretty designs on them. Yeah, yeah. So, and also, Heli, I wanted to tell you that your Thanksgiving table looked really, really lovely, and you get, did a great job on the drop cloth um, slip cover for your Parsons Aww. chair. Woo! Thank you for the photos. We really enjoyed. Oh, we them. love to get the pictures. Yeah, and then we have um, Rennie H. and Rennie, shout out from Long Island, babe. I'm a Long Island girl. <laughs> oh, hey, go Islanders. Love it. Um, Rennie wants to know about decluttering. And I, if you've been listening along like you say you have, Rennie, then you probably know we covered a lot of that lately, uh, especially in, you know going into the new year. We're all about the purge. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's got a great question that I think Yvonne will be probably the best suited to answer. Mm-hmm. Okay. How to make your home smell great with oh. essential oils. Oh, yeah. I, I want to know this, this. one. I, I used to be such a candle person. Like when we would go away, um, like in our second house, we had neighbors and I would always say to my neighbor, can you go over and make sure I blew that candle out? Oh, you yeah, know? right. Because it was, you know, I had it perpetually on. But, you know, I started thinking about the, the, What's if I'm smelling it somehow that's getting into my body and what is Mm -hmm. it? Yeah, and I love essential oils Mm -hmm. and I have a diffuser, I have have three in my home, and I even have one that I can plug into my computer, believe it or not. What Mm -hmm. (laughs) it looks like a USB port, and and I put tangerine is my favorite scent to smell when I'm working. Um, so I would say buy a few nice nice diffusers and buy a good quality oil. Not all essential oils are the same. 
I happen to, here's free plug, Young Living Oils. I love them and we'll put um, a link to them in the show notes along with some really nice diffusers. And your house will smell so delicious and you can you can make you you can make your own scent by adding different oils and there's so many um p- uh, posts on Pinterest that have uh like formulas and recipes for if you want it to smell if you want the oils to smell one way or the other I love an oil called Thieves it smells very clean to me and that's my favorite. The other thing is you can use essential oils to make a linen spray, you know, little spritz of the, of your linens, um, in the morning before you get out and before you, you know, just after you get out of bed, leave your bed unmade until your first cup of coffee, then go up and that should be dry and it'll smell lovely. Oh, that's a nice idea. Mm-hmm. Now that you got me making my bed every day, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> have to take it up and not spritz. It oh is, yes, take up, take it up and not and spritz. Not Take it up spritz. a notch, ladies. Ah, um, Jennifer it. T. rang in with a tip on essential oils. Oh, okay. Oh, let's yeah. hear it. So, and she mentioned, you know, there was, it was a very informative email. And I appreciate that, Jennifer. Lots of information. And um, I'm boiling it down to the, the website that she gave us. It's using, so spell out, using E-O-S safely dot com. And so that's all, you know, just spell out using EOS and then spell out safely.com. And it gives you apparently a plethora of information about how to use essential oils because as Jennifer says, she doesn't sell essential oils. She's used them, but if they are, if they can promote health, they might, you know, somebody else might have an allergy to a certain kind mm-hmm. or something that's like right. that. Mm-hmm. So before you dive in, um, Jennifer's advising and giving that tip, which I thought was a great tip. You know, I and mean, so it can't hurt to have a look at that if you're getting really into the oils. And so you have more information. More information is mm-hmm. always good. Well, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a great question. That was yeah. a great question, right? Great question. And then Pat S. Great tip, Pat. We were talking about, I guess in one of the episodes, I do remember, I don't remember what episode, I remember talking about it, about the plastic bags and the reusable bags, you know, when you go to the mm-hmm, grocery store mm-hmm. and where do you keep them? And, you know, I keep them in my trunk, which seemed to surprise the two of you, but I thought that was kind of like, <laughs> duh. But uh, <laughs> um, did I get a bell rung for that one? I don't know if I did, oh, but here, there you uh, go. There we go. Okay. I don't Retro- even, okay. Retroactive bell. After the fact. Thank what you. Can I say? But t- uh, Pat should get a bell rung for this one because she takes her extra plastic bags to the charity thrift store in her neighborhood. Oh, smart. Because she says the charity tr- thrift store doesn't want to spend money on buying bags for people. So well, she's yeah. sweet enough to go drop smart. them off. And I say, mm-hmm. while you're there, Pat, give a twirl around the store and see what they got going on. <laughs> right? Well, that seems right. like that goes without saying. Yeah. Oh, and I think Pat was also a big fan of the wee jars, which I mean, I can't even tell you how many emails we get about those. Oh, <laughs> those, those that company has got to sponsor us, or at no, least send us some yogurt. And it's so delicious. That's what and everyone makes, loves. The yeah. dryer balls too. Oh, the dryer mm-hmm. balls are very popular. Those have been very popular. Yeah. Okay, so um, Julia S has a question: How to develop your style? Um, so she wanted to sort of know how we developed our styles. I know we do have a podcast about mm-hmm. that. So you yes. can talk about we'll that now that if you one. want or not. But she would like some advice for someone who's 
uh, beginning to be interested in decorating, how would that person, mm. you know, start to develop their style? That is a really good question and a very hard question. Yeah. Because there's so many ways to develop your style. I think honing it and um, going into Pinterest and having a board called I Love This or something like that. And all the pictures and colors and styles that you just, that just sing to your heart, put them on that Pinterest board and then really decide what is it about that. And you, you'll, you, you'll see patterns. What is it about that that I like? That blue yeah. color is always showing up or mm-hmm. that mm, those, those uh, wicker chairs are always showing up on the, in these pictures. And that's a good way to see what you like. And, you know, maybe even do one like, uh, Ooh, I hate this. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, what is definitely something you don't like. That's so true because a lot mm -hmm. of times people say, I know what I don't like, but I really don't know what I do like. Mm -hmm. Well, and I like that better than even just saying, looking around your own house, because sometimes we end up with a bunch of things in our house that aren't really our style. We don't even know how it happened. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I also think that you're just acknowledging that your style is ever evolving. Mm-hmm. My no, style has evolved as many decades as I've lived that my my style has changed that many times. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. Okay. That was a great answer. And then we'll also have a link to that old show. So it had more information. Oh, in that's it. a good mm-hmm. idea. Okay. Here's a question from our... Um, dear listener, Patricia B. Patricia loves to send us emails and oh. they are lengthy and funny mm-hmm. and interesting and thought-provoking. And so we got, um, I think she calls them like the fourth, uh, not, and she doesn't use the word episode, what is she, installment, the fourth installment <laughs> or the fifth installment. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of this running dialogue, which I love. Um <laughs> And Patricia, you just seem like a very interesting person, but she wants to know, what's it like being a blogger? How do you come up, you know, coming up with these fresh ideas all the time? And I I really think the direction she's going in with the question is like, what's it like to put yourself out there and have people commenting and, you know, maybe they don't like what you're doing. And so I don't know if you can address that in a short period of time, but if if you guys (laughs) want to try... That is another really interesting question. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. On that one, I part of it has to do with my personal philosophy. And I don't know if you've heard the statement that other people's opinion of you is not your business. Oh, I got to write that one down. Me too. Mm -hmm. So I keep that in mind. I also think about Joyce Meyer says 10% of the people are just not going to like you. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be some people Don't that say that to I me <laughs> other so than Kelly. <laughs> so, you know, you have your people and you have the people that don't get you and some people aren't going to get you. So if you get a negative comment or a negative review, you rather than me taking it personally, I say, well, you know what? It's just not a good match for that person. Mm. I mean, I mean, sometimes I remember one time somebody said, well, all you do is talk about your new house on your blog. And I thought, well, if that's you don't blog. want to hear about my house, that's what my blog's about. It's so <laughs> not the place for you. Anita, I, and I sure you do. I get up uh-huh. every day and pinch myself. I cannot believe I get to do this again today. Yes. I love what I do. Mm-hmm. And I love, I love my readers so much. 
And, um, I find that blogging just is in my wheelhouse because I'm such a creative person. And I'm also a teacher by profession. And I think I just have that bent about me that it's like, Oh, I can't wait to show you this. This, this will change your life. It changed yes, mine, yes. you know, so I'm, uh, I like that. And about, um, putting myself out there, I'm pretty good at letting things roll off my back unless they are so intentionally nasty. And then um, I usually send a private email and try to say, hey, ouch, you know, um, and usually things by the time I've been blogging for eight years. So obviously way more people have said, said nice things. And I just had a, a post up about uh, some new shelving that I put in my living room and, you know, I'm just sort of testing it out. And mm-hmm. I did get some blowback by that as a lot of people I sort of didn't that. like that. And that's okay. But, um, it, and it depends on the day. Cause I had had, I had to deal with some, something about my ankle that I've, you know, this ongoing process and I wasn't feeling great. And when I read some of those, it just, it didn't uplift me at all. Let's put it that way. <laughs> right, it, right. You know, it touched a sore spot because I wasn't feeling great. And I, I thought to myself, if only they knew, and I don't care that somebody says they don't like something, but if they get a little snarky, then I do care. Uh, if they only knew what I was dealing with, they would never have said anything like that. They would feel really badly. Yeah. But most, and, for the most I, part, it is a joy. And I agree with you. I really, the blogging has been amazing. And I agree with you. I love our listeners. I uh, love my readers. It's, it's such a wonderful group of people. And that's why I started blogging was to connect mm-hmm. with these other creative people that I didn't know in real life. And when I started blogging, all the things that you get to do, the writing, the photography, the talking to people who also love interior design, I remember getting to some point and saying, I was born for this. This yes. is what I was meant mm-hmm. to do. Everything I've done my entire life, in a way, mm-hmm. has prepared me for this moment Anita, in time. You said it. I agree so much with you. And also, I mean, I started out with a point and shoot camera, knew nothing about photography, um, didn't realize I actually loved to write, uh, learned styling. I didn't either. Le- yeah. And you just, you're learning all these new things every day. And I just love it. And then this wonderful world of podcasting came into my life and just added such an unique and fun dimension to what I do. Right. And I used to teach too. Now I was in the corporate world, but I taught statistics classes, which may not sound very fun, but I have this long history of doing all this teaching. And so I, and I think it's part of my personality too. And that part of it, to be honest with you, the way I learn, if I teach somebody something, I have it down for life. So it's, that actually is part of the way I learn. So I always love to explain to somebody what I've just learned. So that's kind of part of my personality too, but I'm smiling. Oh, go ahead. One more thing. And the other thing, and I wrote a post about this and maybe we can put it up on the show notes. Um, I could not believe that I was going to be in this great sorority. I call it, call it of nice girl bloggers. We have such support. You should see when we're at like one of our conventions. Oh, oh my yeah. goodness. It's like a hug fest. It is. You know, it we is. just and love and squealing and screaming. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, we just love each other. Now, of course, you know, everybody has a 
sourpuss now and then, but you know, they know they don't last very long uh, because, you know, we're just also excited and happy to see each other. And, you know, people go to the mat for you if something's going on. And it's like being, I, I wrote, it's like being on the mothership. Like we're uh, on the mothership <laughs> with all I'm our peeps. Smiling and laughing and nodding. And I'm not going to repeat everything that you guys said. I'll just say ditto because oh, no. <laughs> but also, it's been I wonderful. Think you, I think you have to also get to that point about the negative comments. You have to be prepared. It's coming. And if mm-hmm. your blog or whatever following gets big enough, someone's not going to like what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You have to be prepared for that. And I know before I went into blogging, I did consulting work. And at some point I realized every time they didn't like something I did, they wanted me to change it. They were paying me to change it. <laughs> and so I got to the point where I honestly did not care what, how they criticized what I'd done. Cause I knew, well, they're just going to pay me to change it. So it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I totally quit taking things personally. And that actually carried over to the blog. And I just understand that everybody has different tastes and not everybody's going to like everything I do. And, and so, that's okay. Well, and right. And I okay. don't see it as a criticism of me. I see mm-hmm. it as everybody's got different tastes. So that's I see right. it as if you don't like, like, Yvonne was saying, you don't like the way I style that shelf. That's okay. You have different tastes than I do. That's fine. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I see it as when somebody uh, presents something on the blog, I like it when somebody leaves a comment and says, well, you know, you can do it this way. And then if it's something, especially that a reader can learn something from, I think that's great. Oh, I do too. I do too. Yeah. And just one thing about the putting yourself out there, whether it's blogging or whatever profession or even standing up and volunteering for something that seems a little overwhelming. It can be very scary to put yourself out there and you feel a little exposed. I mean, you know, when you put up your first house tour, it's like you might as well just go stand on your lawn naked, right? Because like everybody's (laughs) looking at your house and they're like, you know, Mm -hmm. but, you know, you do it and and it's exciting and, you, you know, maybe you feel really proud about what you've done and how you've mm-hmm. styled something. And then there you get a lot of nice feedback usually. And there might be somebody here or there who doesn't care for it, but that's okay. You know, some people just like that or, or maybe they okay. find another blog that they yep. like better. And right. you know, so, there's no wanna, law that says you have to read anyone's blog. So that's well, good. and I would add though, if for someone who is super tenderhearted, because I know some of the bloggers, they're so tenderhearted. And when they get a criticism, it just kind of is so upsetting to them. And I feel so badly because it's just part of it. So I know for some people I've said, if, if it's going to be crushing for you to get hear something negative, it's probably not your cup you. of tea, mm-hmm. right? And, because it's and there going is to a difference, though. I can take constructive criticism all mm-hmm. day long, but yeah. when somebody's hurting and they're well, they want to hurt me because they're hurting, then it then that's when there's like snarky. It doesn't hurt. It sort of makes me mad, but I try to address that personally with every single one, saying, "Hey, you know." Something's something going on, you know. We're just—I just want to be here to, you know, so you can enjoy this, blah blah blah. Um, because sometimes you can take somebody who's hurting and really help them as well. Yeah, and turn that turn them around. 
Get them yeah. to like your shelf, darn it. <laughs> well, but, no, I've had a situation where a few situations where somebody said something that just seemed really harsh. And I apologized and said, you know, I didn't know why it was offensive, but I'm like, I'm so sorry. And, you know, I mean, a couple of times the people came back and said, you know what, this really had nothing to do with you. I was having mm-hmm. a tough time and I'm going through this struggle. And you're just like, you know, I just want to hug you over the phone. <laughs> yeah. you know? Well, but- I think sometimes two people, there are certain people that they, they would never say, things that they might write in a comment to a person's face, but they feel like there's this, they feel like maybe it's not real or like Mm -hmm. a real person isn't reading it. But you guys all know we're real and we're so happy to be here with you. And we're so thrilled to have a year of doing tips and tricks under our belt and a year of uh, tips and advice that you seem to really be enjoying and gobbling up. And we do not worry uh, Mary or anyone else, we are not running out of ideas, Mm-mm. but we would definitely like to hear your ideas. <laughs> no. And we're going to get to hear one of your, one of you talking mm-hmm. to us. And you might mm-hmm. bring ideas to the table, ideas for episodes or ideas for, you know, I don't know, our own shelves or something like that. Anything you want to talk about, have it be a design consult or if you just want to have a conversation with us, enter the giveaway. Go to decoratingtipsandtricks.com and look for our uh, sign-up page in to enter. Just put in your email. We'll have a list of those and we will randomly select someone and notify you by email on Valentine's Day. Before we leave, Kelly, can yeah. we just do a little brag? A little brag? About yeah, our, sure. Yes. Our um, decorating tips and tricks is in the top 10% of Well, of it was about, a, on about a month ago. I would agree with you. Now it's actually closer to top 9%. Nine! Oh, here's our statistics, girl. Because <laughs> I'm the one that keeps track of all yeah. the statistics. So, and yes. I mean, that's, that's because of you. That's because yes. you. So thank you. tune in you you know listen to us and gosh we're just we're just so happy about that because we love what we do yes yes we're so glad you're here and we're getting close to a million downloads so we'll let you know we hit lovely yeah we might have to have another celebration when that happens too yeah i mean i wish we could get together so yeah We'll have to figure out how we can do that. So Mm -hmm. we're so glad you're here. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for a special year and many, many more. I hope we'll be hanging out together for a long time. And remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. Hey, everybody. We want to thank you so much for listening to Decorating Tips and Tricks. And we want to make it even easier for you to listen. And it's easier if you subscribe. You just click the subscribe button on our website, www.decoratingtipsandtricks.com. Or you can subscribe through Apple Podcast or any of your favorite podcast listeners. When you subscribe, DTT comes free right to you three days a week. So until next time.